welcome to Potlucky, a weed sommelier podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host in weed sommelier. I review strains, recommend things to much on, and talk to guests about their history with weed. I've been a consumer for nine years and I am located in southern Maine, where it is legal medically and recreationally. I am joined today by Jeff Sloat, the senior accounts manager, former IT guy, warehouse guy um, for Highwire Hydroponics. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Excited to be here. I apologize for all those pauses. I was making sure I got your name right. I'm still not sure I did. So nope. please correct and me you, if I got something wrong. You got all of it right. And you got all of my, my hats that I wear, all of my responsibilities. Former IT guy, warehouse guy, just any, you know, all around happy guy. <laughs> Are there any other credentials that you'd care to share with us today? Oh man, no, I'm just the local, you know, joker around here. I just like to have fun and here at Highwire allows me to kind of just, you know, be who I am and learn with this crazy industry that we've all chose to be in. If I recall correctly, you mentioned some cultivation experience prior to recording. Uh, yeah, so I got my start at Canuvo Gardens. Um, man, over 10 years ago, which is crazy to think about. And they kind of helped me get along and kind of learn um, the ins and out of the garden. Um, and then from Canuvo, I moved over to my friend and Jen up in Richmond and I worked there for over a year. And they, again, helped me kind of figure out where I wanted to be in this industry and what I wanted to do with marijuana and cannabis as a user and also as a grower. Um, so it was a great time learning through these, you know, amazing people, amazing just resources there. Um, and when you're in a garden for that long, you really understand how much work it does take to make these plants um, what they are and what we use on a daily basis. So it's definitely humbled me. It's definitely put me in a position where I, you know, really appreciate the people that put the work into it. Because at this point, I'm just... I'm just a regular user and a salesman right now, which is a great place for me because the growing life is a 24 hour seven, you know, 24 hour, seven days a week kind of job. And I'm, you know, not that kind of guy right now. It's hard for me to really dedicate that much time to the grow time, through the grow world. <laughs> I was, I overheard recently that plants don't take a day off. That's a hundred percent true. They never, again, every day, you need to be right next to that plant, making sure that it's happy, healthy, and that it's growing to the sky, especially in this, you know, competitive main market where there's, you know, 3,000, upward to 3,000 caregivers um, doing the same job you're doing. So it's one of those things, if you're a company that has, you know, all this competition around it, you have to be there making sure that plant grows to its full potential. And again, being at the Canuvos, being at the my friend and Jen's, seeing these small businesses take off, it shows you how important and how true that statement is. You mentioned earlier that these locations helped you find your niche in cannabis. Do you feel like you've, you've found a niche to fit into? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's where Highwire fits in. Highwire Hydroponics is one of those places where it's started by three um, Mainers, three guys who have been growing, you know, before this medical marijuana became legal. They've been doing it the best way possible, um, the right way. And they started this hydro shop. And I think I was the fourth employee, fifth employee hired here. Um, and so it's just one of those things that they've allowed me to kind of work um, every day but also work a way that allows me to be me. And like I said earlier, it's like growing into your role, you know, like we're talking about my silly hat comment, you know, like they've allowed me to be like, all right, what are you good at, Jeff? And that's I'll put me in a position to succeed. Uh, so Highwire itself is just one of those places, though, that is it's family run, it's family first, and it's just it shows you a lot of love, uh, which, you know, that's what this cannabis industry is all about. I couldn't agree more. And there's something yeah. about like the, something that I don't get when I walk into dispensaries that um, have existed previously out of state, such as Caraleaf, um, yeah. right down the road from my house. It feels like it's kind of a sanitized version of cannabis for maybe older yes. people and not people that are um, 
it's almost like the uncanny valley of cannabis where you're like there's something here but it's not right um yeah there's just there's something kind of disingenuine walking in and it's like um you know separating uh like the like like uh bacon from a pig like you're you're taking you know uh, cannabis out of context yeah that's what it feels like anyway no i can see i can see your point because again i it's fun to go into all these dispensaries because there's so many in this state and like you know like i went to have you been to my friend and jen up in richmond like you go into that place and it makes you feel like that feeling of like oh man this is a you know special dispensary like these people are really taking care of every inch of this space um and you know jen jennifer ludd who runs that place and jack who i worked with at canuvo that's how we began kind of our relationship those guys they take care of their dispensary and you know that that shows because of the people and the customers that come in there and that want to be a part of this industry because like you're right cura leaf is more of like the mcdonald's of weed right now you know they're the ones that you're going to go in and get a bland tasting kind of just you know run-of-the-mill you know cheap product um and i hope the main consumer can kind of figure that out quick and be like oh i don't want cura leaf anymore i've tasted all that garbage i want to go this direction into a you know a, a local spot a, a main run business because i think that's what you know here at highwire we try to push like we're a community and we're customer service first just like the my friend and jen's the canuvos the jars those companies uh the, i mean i can go on and on if you want me to about all the businesses i love because there's so many of them well, there's still a second half to the show to, you know, record and whatnot and a smoke break okay. to get through. So I, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I'm going to tone it back a little bit though. Yeah, just no, for I'll right now. Drop, we'll I'll name drop a little later. I got you. Save yeah. all my name drops. You know, just wait for, wait for the beat to drop later and then, you know, we can go buck wild. I love it. Love it. Yeah, of course. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, it's funny you mentioned friend and Jen. I actually want a drawing from him for $100 worth of weed stuff. However, I live two hours away from the nearest one. So it's like, man, I really got to like wait until I see them again at an event or like really decide to make the trek up there. Okay. Well, you know what? I can help with you there. I go up there once a month, uh, do some deliveries with them. And so I think I can kind of arrange that. Jeff, incredible. We'll talk about this yeah. off mic. Other people don't yeah, need to we know this. Yeah, definitely will. I In see fa- them a lot, so I can definitely help you out. Groovy, making connections. <laughs> and that's what the cannabis community really is all about. 100%. It 100% is. Because, again, that, um, you know, the IMDb, the Diamond Brokers event. Uh, I do I do that, too. I call it IMDb. Yeah, yeah, it's IDB. I know. I do it all the time. <laughs> But the Diamond Brokers event really is one of those things that really sticks out to me. You know, um, just bunch of good people that are trying to push small business and they're just part of a community that everyone was so friendly and so happy to be a part of. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yep. Moving towards the munchy moments. So we don't, you know, there are some times where like the beginning of the show is just about as long as like the latter half of the show. And uh, (laughs) you know what? That's okay. That can happen. However, generally the first, the first half, I will say is not half. It's in fact, five to eight minutes. So (laughs) one time I think- no no worries it's it's fun to talk but uh one time yeah, right? i think we sped run the intro in i think three minutes because we were doing a game show and had tried to record it all already uh, once already so we were just like you know what we're gonna go through this we told we talked about the snack which is actually next when yes. you have the munchies what do you like to snack on oh man it started at an early age but i'm a fiend for a little dabby a little dabby <laughs> a little dabby too little dabby. <laughs> after my little dabby i take a little dabby snack but my favorite munchie is a little uh zebra cake uh those things are always on my plate you know have you ever had the fancy cakes the fancy cakes no the fancy cakes are incredible they're just there's okay they take all the the joy and pleasure of eating a zebra cake and put it into a refined little package perfect for tea time oh i like that i like the sound of that and then i can pretend i'm like fancy i'll get my emily post up and i'll be ready to go yeah you can you can turn on some um high high tea music and uh break (laughs) out all the tea that people get you for christmas 
um, yeah, I that you keep Downton reading Abbey, these. so I can I'll, f- I'll fire through some Downton Abbey. I'll get right into the mood of things. <laughs> Excellent. My recommended munch for this week. Um, this this is an item known by many names. The name to which I became familiar to it was the Smiley Fry, and I was introduced to them in elementary school or middle school. Um, you know, we had a we had a fry of the day or a potato of the day. We had you know French fries. We had mashed potatoes. We had home fries. We had different kinds of French fries: the steak fry, the shoestring fry, if you will. Um, tater tots, the perennial favorite. <laughs> However, once yeah. in a blue moon, they would retrieve from the freezer the smiley fry, which is for those of you that are not aware, a mashed potato product where they turn it into a face and then stamp out a smiling mouth in two eyes. Um, it is a snack that smiles back. Fuck goldfish. <laughs> oh, man, those are the best. Those are the best fries. Nice and puffy, like perfect uh, consistency for a fry. I love them. However, there's an unfortunate downfall of the smiley fry that I learned recently is that... Uh, so I burnt them a little bit on one side and the way that they cooked really like putting them all in a pile together it felt kind of uncomfortable to eat them because it 100% looked like some of them had blackface just like the way that like the the like the the browning pattern had gone around the eyes and the mouth especially looked really uncomfortable I'm not going (laughs) to post a picture in the Instagram you all can experience the horror of that for yourself of accidentally oh my goodness I really enjoyed the smiley fries. And if I didn't look at them, they were great. However, that is one of the benefits of a smiley fry. Um, mm. no, most This is the first time in my life I feel like I really I really messed up an opportunity to have a good time by, by burning them. However, they were crispy and delicious. And I enjoyed it. I would do it again. Yeah. However, I'm, like you really got to flip those when they tell you to flip them. That's not a suggestion. That's a requirement. <laughs> Kyerman <laughs> for your enjoyment. I love it. What now? I have a question for you. What is your What is your take on a sweet potato fry? Are you for sweet potato fries or against them? Oh ho ho! One of my favorite dishes, which I've mentioned on here before as a munchy moment of the week, um, were our Orleans fries, which are sweet potato fries with brown sugar, sour Ooh. cream, and Tabasco sauce. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. All right. Yes. You, yes. Again, I think you just opened up my you know world right there because that sounds delicious i'm usually not a big fan of sweet potato fries i don't usually like how big and fat they are and they're usually just like a thick piece of potato but if you're adding like tabasco and you're adding cinnamon like you can brown sugar sign me up for that that sounds pretty good it is indeed fantastic and that dish originated um okay probably in uh new orleans uh after which it's probably named but uh yeah. I, I had it at the Friendly Toast in New Hampshire, um, and they, oh, they no longer yes. have that anymore, which is a bummer. Oh, that's nice, though. I, I'll try that at home. Next time I have sweet potatoes, I'll spice it up a little bit for your uh, recommendation. Yeah, you can make it a request. I'm requesting you do this next time. You get a, <laughs> yes. You Jeff, absolutely must do this. Podcast, you have to do this here for sweet potatoes. Never, never. Never the again. only requirement I have for the podcast is that people have a weed word and they say goodbye with me at the end of it. Um, uh, okay. And that really makes me feel like um, St- <laughs> Steve Rogers, Stan Rogers, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I got you. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, let's say goodbye together. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it feels like it feels like I have power. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> a little thing. This is your podcast. We can, it's, your, it's your rules. I like it. Speaking of my podcast and my rules, you know what? Okay, it's not a rule. This is a this is the suggestion. But um, <laughs> hey Jeff, do you know what time it is? No. What time is it? Are you ready to do some weed? I I am always ready to do some weed. All right, let's do it. Yes. We are back. Jeff has a weed word that he would like to share with us. If you or a friend have a word that you think deserves airtime, leave us a message on Anchor. Make sure to include your name, a definition, and its use in a sentence. I guarantee you, if you do this, it will be on the show pending absolute foulness. Take it away, Jeff. Well, today's word is going to be plant maintenance. And what I mean by that 
and the high wire team, if you come down to the shop, will tell you how to help your plants make it through the outdoor season. Uh, we're in the middle of July, so your plants are, you know, strong, thick, big vegetating plants right now. And so those plants need a lot of support and a lot of maintenance by you, the grower. Uh, maintenance can come in all varieties. The first and most simple one would be bamboo or trellis support, and that will just help branches avoid being damaged during big storms. Any big storm, wind, thunder can always knock off a branch or two, and in the middle of July, those branches aren't going to grow back. So again, saving every single branch and every single bud site will help you have a more successful harvest come October. Um, so plant maintenance, uh, that was just like a simple plant support by bamboo or trellis, but other things like foliar spraying and bug management, we can get in on all those topics too. But again, come down to high wire, I can explain everything to you because right now is such a crucial time for your plant's health and to maintain that healthy uh, plant throughout the summer. Excellent. Now I must require you to use that in a sentence. Oh, what, plant maintenance? Yep. Oh, man, I came down to Highwire, and they told me all about plant maintenance so I could keep my plants growing tall. Excellent. Perfect. Cut. <laughs> yeah, kind of run on it, but hey, we'll take it, right? Yeah. I, I could not tell you how many run-on sentences I speak in, um, but you know what? That's true for just about everyone. I do a lot of right. transcription work, so... Uh, I, at first, I was writing down a lot of, like, I, I was writing down everything verbatim, and then my oh. editor gave me permission to, like, you know, it's okay if you make people sound better than they were. Most people appreciate it, in fact, and so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, most people are a little bit, nah, don't make me out that good. I'm not that good. <laughs> I have I have no comments so far. We have not finished the show. I'm sure afterward <laughs> we will talk about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's off air. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so moving on towards things that we're talking about, we are moving on to this week's weed product. Um, Caroline, otherwise known as Carofine, on in Carofine Krasnick, maybe on Instagram. Big thank you for tossing me these blazed berry gummies, five milligrams each and 25 milligrams per package. Um, you know, I kind of keep these as at my desk at a late night snack. Five milligrams is a bit of a low dose for me. Um, you know, and I don't always want to sit here and eat five gummies, but you know, just a little, just a little, you know, right before bed feels, yeah. feels pretty good. No, the fives, anything five, 10, 20s, like those are my favorites for just like, hey, let me still function for a little bit. But like you're saying, right before bed, give me that like two hour window because after the two hours, I'm crashing. Yes. And also, if you make something delicious, I'm going to want to eat more of it, and I better be able to handle it. So five milligrams, this oh is something God. I could, you know, forget that this is an edible. Um, speaking, speaking on that, I noticed it didn't really have much of like a, like a cannabis taste. Um, it really did taste like a gummy, which, you know, normally I prefer to like at least be able to tell that this was cannabis. Maybe I'm so used to it at this point that I can't, but these could have just been like a regular gummy. These could have been like, hey, man, this is the good stuff. And it's just like, whoa, a Flintstones gummy, a gummy bite. <laughs> oh, I love a Flintstone. Any gummy shape in the Fred Flintstone, I'm up for. Oh, man, the, oh, this is the best. But my friend here makes these 25 milligram caramels. And that's like, it's bad. Because again, you eat one of these caramels and it's just so good and satisfying you just reach for another one, but those 25 mils will get you, you know, if you eat two of those, then you're, like you said, like you're off your feet for the rest of the day. It's a, it's a, not a pretty situation, but they're just so delicious. Would that be silver key by any chance? Cause I do have some, um, uh, cannabis caramels kicking around my drawer. Oh, no, this is a homemade home brew, if you will, from my friend who he does it all himself. He's a hash maker. And then his, um, his partner at home actually makes all the baked goods. Um, KLA Sweets on Instagram. We can put that in the show notes if you remember. I will 100% send you information about her because I'd love to get her some pub. Again, shout outs all, all afternoon. All the shout outs. Incredible. You know, normally people <laughs> refer to homebrew uh, towards d and I've never heard people talk about it towards like brew and beer. I've only ever heard homebrew talk about like RPG gaming. 
<laughs> so funny you say that. I think both of us just hit us, you know, we, I think we talk the same language that I think our, our slang is very similar. But yeah, I just, again, it's, it was just a turn, you know, just making a joke, I guess. But I, I, my brother, <laughs> my brother has built a lot of computers. So he's, I'm very familiar with RPG gaming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, a phrase that I, I've told people that, um, like, not makes their skin crawl, but like really gets like a, like when people say moist, people don't enjoy that word. But um, when yeah. I say I tried to download RAM, I get kind of like, I get looks. Because that's that's not something you can download apparently when I was younger. Oh, oh man, yeah. And those people don't take kindly when you make mistakes. They get very upset. Boy, tell me about it. All right, yeah, so I'm gonna right. do the sommelier bit. Um, okay. So let's fun. talk about the packaging. So this is in I want to say you know about the size of my hand. I couldn't I mean if I folded it in half, I could comfortably put it you know in my in my front pocket in my my pants. Um, the green truck logo is noticeably different, no longer just the truck. Um, in fact, the truck's not even on here at all. It is instead a graffiti style logo that says green truck. Um, and then in gloss uh, around the bag, kind of at a slant, are the words green truck in, in case you can't read um, the logo. From a distance, this almost looks like art. I personally have a hard time reading graffiti. Um, and also those freaking capachas or captchas where you have to like, oh, how many, how many houses are in this thing? Or what do these letters say? I'm dyslexic. I can't understand that. Um, but that's, that's my personal beef um, when it comes to um, writing being hard to read. I also, um, I'm really nearsighted um, and I, I tend to misread things. Um, one time I misread um, the bumper sticker it said tree hugging hipsters and i thought it said butt chugging hipsters i don't know how that happened um, <laughs> but it did um looking at yeah this, but those are those are pretty similar i can see hipsters doing that you know you know exactly like oh is this like a kombucha thing yeah right they probably do that a lot you know yep okay um so i'm, I'm, I'm never interested. so i don't know <laughs> no worries um the bottom of the bag had their like familiar you know, green truck, green underneath, and that's kind of a nice little little sneaky in there for you. Um, unfortunately, this doesn't have any caloric info or batch number, which I'm always I'm yeah. always interested in accountability. I'd really like to yeah. know if I have a problem with something, it can be traced back and fixed. You know, not just for me, but for other people. Yeah, that's huge nowadays, especially again in this market where everyone's able to label. It seems like a, a, a simple thing to always make sure that's on your gummy, on your pre-roll, you know, notifying that customer. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm a font yeah. snob. I definitely have preferences, as stated previously. And another preference I don't have is the fact that this is on in Papyrus, which is notably the Avatar font, like Avatar the Blue People. Um, not the like airbenders and earthbenders and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and so that's just like, it's just kind of silly. Um, but you know what? That's probably like a, a brand font and whatnot. Yeah. Um, however, um, on the back, it says work hard, smoke well, which is Green Truck's motto. However, um, parsing out the first time uh, for the first time, because once again, it does look like, you know, something you might see on a stop sign uh, graffiti. And that style is interesting and I'm not used to it. So I'm still, you know, uh, learning how to read this and so on first glance it looked like it said wolf harp smoke well and i was wondering who wolf harp was and if you know <laughs> if we're talking about homebrew wolf harp could be a uh, a D, D character a bard yeah right that definitely could be i think i'm gonna steal that for the next time oh absolutely go for it um, well, wolf bard yeah where do you think Wolfbard was from? Do you think he's he's from a small town? He's got his mother and father just left him for battle. You know, my personal I've I've been planning on writing this short story forever, but uh Wolfparp, I believe, you know, my I was I was writing this idea for a short story where like a you know how you know in classic literature and whatnot people will become animals and then like i don't know rise to the top of the wolf pack or whatever so what if that <laughs> happened but with a dog and he became a businessman um, <laughs> the dog eat dog business or something like that i i'm, I'm trying to think of like a tagline <laughs> yeah it's something along those lines um uh, I, I couldn't I like even come up with a tagline right now but eventually uh, he becomes like a big businessman and a human and like their like visual gags abound and physical comedy 
Um, and originally I was thinking like, oh, Marv Wolfman would be a good name for this guy. And then I think that was a director. But, you know, Wolfharp, Wolfharp works. I like that. That's Wolfheart. I like, I'm going with like, trying to think of a playoff like Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. Like, I don't know, um, you know, Gordon Barco. I, again, like, <laughs> I wish I had some more time with this. Again, <laughs> maybe I need we'll to get a little free. bit more high before I do this too. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, we have a, we have a whole episode to get through. Um, <laughs> yes. So those, those are my notes. Um, I, like the gummy itself. I, I'm really interested in packaging because I like looking at stuff and touching stuff. Um, if, if you let me alone in your house, I promise not to go through your medicine cabinet, but I can't promise not to ask to go through your medicine cabinet, which is equally weird. <laughs> yeah, right. I love yes. it though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so after like the taste itself, I couldn't decide it was like a blueberry or a blue raz and blue raz isn't a real flavor. Um, I mean, it is a real flavor, not a real thing. Blue raspberries don't exist yet. Um, not yet. Not until I'm done. Yeah, they're cotton candy grapes. We need blue raspberries, dang it. Come on. How hard is it? Probably pretty I mean, hard. Yeah, I don't think they can figure that figure it they can figure it out. Yeah. Um yeah. so this gummy, um, it had a nice soft texture. It wasn't too gelatinous. It had like a nice um like sugar crystals on the outside that were a little crunchy, very sweet. Um, you know, the inside was sour. It was this was a solid gummy if i was offered one of these again you know or if i could have one of those big gummy bear you know the huge ones that are like one pound version of that that i could like nibble on i'd do that this is a this is a tasty gummy i recommend it nice green truck stamp green approval truck. yep green. <laughs> yeah anyway moving on to blowing smoke the interview portion what was your first experience with weed jeff Oh man, my first experience of weed. Isn't this gonna sound like real romantic, but it really isn't. It was my high school senior prom. And it was the first time I had ever smoked a joint was uh, my buddy's camp site. And everyone was just, again, so excited because I was not a smoker in high school at all. I stayed away from it. I kind of just, too many people in the high school knew me. So I was just like, no, I'm gonna stay this way. And then, yeah, my senior prom, I smoked for the very first time and fell in love. With weed? Yeah, with weed, for sure. Nothing else. <laughs> no, you you said this wouldn't lucky. be a romantic story. <laughs> but uh... I, but I tried to, it was a twist, I guess, or just me lying to you. What are the two? <laughs> Fair enough. Any yeah. other details you remember about that night? No, again, it was just, um, it was a quick one. It really didn't really hit me that hard. I think most people have the same story when they first smoked that they really didn't get high. Like the, f my favorite story really of smoking would be when I first discovered hash. Um, my buddy packed my bowl with a bunch of like real old school brick hash. And I think that's the highest I've ever been in my whole life because that hash just seeped into the bowl and it just that whole month smoking the hash over and over again just it was the best like I, I that old school brick hash is again one of the, my favorite things to smoke to this day forgive me for this but uh yeah she's all brick <laughs> hash <laughs> she's my, my, my yep. smoking all that hash out Excellent. Yes. What does your history of consumption look like? You mentioned falling in love in high school. You know, did that relationship last into college or did it fall apart like so many do? No, no, this one lasted because I think I've been smoking ever since. Um, but I think it evolved because, again, like I definitely appreciate smoking hash and joints and bowls. But like what I, I mean, nowadays, I think my favorite thing to smoke is concentrates, um, rosin coins, resin, you know, diamonds, whatever you want to call it, sugar batter. Like that's what I smoke nowadays because it's just, it's a quicker high. And I think that just kind of helps me with my daily life and being able to function as an adult, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things that again, like, you know, everyone has that THC affect their body differently, but me and uh, concentrates, me and a little dabby, that's, that's where I love. And that's what I definitely continue to um, use, you know, cons uh, consistently. As a little teaser um, for an upcoming episode, uh, the next game show we do will likely be, are you familiar with Sean Evans and uh, Hot Ones on YouTube by any chance? 
Yes. Okay, so he has a game called Truth or Dab. Um, and since this is a weed podcast, I'm going to modify it. We are going to play a game called Truth or Dab or Dab. <laughs> I get I like it. I'm down. I could I could definitely be partaking in this game. I, I would I would just tell you no truth. I would just keep taking the dab though. See, that's yeah, that's <laughs> I haven't worked out all the kinks. We haven't recorded the first one yet. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> right. No, again, it sounds like a good idea, but you have to like spice it up a little bit. Maybe like I don't know, the dab is like too much. It's like a gram dab, because that would be <gasps> that's when you would put me on my butt, you know? Like if it's like a huge dab, like monster. You know what? Maybe maybe it will do a truth or dab and dab. Yeah, uh, no, that's just... a, a truth or dab squared. That might <laughs> dab be better. Squared. Yeah. yeah. Or you again, every do... time you take every time you do a dab, you choose dab, you gotta up the ante, you know? It goes from like a small dab to a medium-sized dab to the large dab, you know? So it's I... like you run out of those dabs. I was thinking, so the dab refers to the hot sauce that they have yeah. that is quite potent. So um I'm thinking like, oh. So which one are you going to do first? Is the spicy dab or like the hot and hurdy dab, you know? Yes. Or do you want, like, in this case, it would be like, do you want the rosin that's only like 40% THC? Or do you want the diamonds that are 99.9 proof, you know? Like, you can kind of mix it around like that. I myself am a fan of diamonds. There's just something, (laughs) cut, clarity, color, um, Mm -hmm. consistency, crustacean, or lack thereof. yeah i just like the high too like again like i i the dabs just with me it just you get that one hit and you're there and again it just makes you know i just think it makes the high a little bit better for you know myself that's i think that's where it comes down to like my body is just so just that's what i prefer just to get lit yeah (laughs) sometimes not really with my little debbie snacks but (laughs) Um, but i definitely take care of myself with the best dabs (laughs) well what do you want to drop any names here what have you been uh vaping on lately oh man it's all the same um all the same in my uh my arsenal it's the paul's boutiques it's the jars um and then it's my local friends honestly the stella farms um you know just these friend and jen i always pick up their stuff um it's really just um those companies and i mean the strains they always change i'm kind of like a I never like to settle on one strain. I always like to move. Um, I guess I'm always just like want to try something new. Um, but like the black dog cushions of the world, um, just uh, the GMOs. Like I know everyone hates GMO now, but like, I don't know. Something about that stink on a GMO still like gets my, you know, mouth salivating. Like I just love the GMO smell and that just stinky stink. And I'm still like a fan of hazes. Like I know the haze has gone away, but like super silver haze from back in the day, that was one of my favorites. Um, oh my God, Canuvo used to make this sweet island skunk that I used to love. Um, so again, like it's just sad that these strains come and go. So, but it is fun on the other end that I get to try so many different strains from all these great growers. Excellent. You know, if there are any fans out there listening that like to name a strain after the show, That'd be real cool. I think Mighty I think fun. it's coming. Yeah, I think it's coming. Perhaps. Have you ever heard any like really fun strains? Like, you know, like everyone always goes to like Alaskan Thunderfuck. Like, if, what's your favorite strain name? This isn't a real strain, but if I could name one, it would be after I cannot remember this guest's name, unfortunately. Um, I want to say Lobster Family Farms, possibly. Um, okay. he met his wife in. Uh, well, through touring in a band, I believe, and uh, the band she was playing in was called. Um, I'm gonna I'm making sure I get this right because it's excellent. Um, Nuclear Power Pants. And the <laughs> first time I heard it, I could not stop laughing because he just said it so casually and offhand, and I'm like, "Are you kidding? That's a, that's 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 perfect." Yeah, that's a doozy for sure. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So. Um, kudos to that person i'm sorry i forgot your name i talked to i talked to very many people oh yeah that's that's hard honestly keeping track of names i i wish i had like a little like rolodex still but then i turn to my phone and it just gets too confusing i wish had i had shinigami eyes except for the just the names not the date when people died i don't want to know that that freaked me out too much but knowing someone's name that's 
you know, honestly, that's a superpower in and of itself because being able to name drop that can get you through a door. That's 100%. like hundred percent. Yeah. What's the what's the most powerful name you can drop? Oh, my most powerful name? Yes. Oh man, for strain would have to be one that a woman created from last year's outdoor season. And man, I, again, I, I'm pretty sure this is what she would call it. And it was Titty Sprinkles. And so she created her own strain and she called it Titty Sprinkles, which again was just the best, best strain name that I've ever heard. Interesting. I'm, yeah. I had a I had a list going on um, at one point. Oh, oh, actually, um, I have to, I have it somewhere I know. But uh, when I had game show episodes, one of the last episodes, uh, one of the last uh, questions I always ask is like, uh, "Best straight name wins," and so yeah. you get two or three words. Um, the the most recent winner was Soccer Mom Fanny Pack, um, <laughs> and like they had to phrase it a certain way, like, "Hello, I would like an eighth of blank, please." Um, however, the first time we did a game show, um, my editor Justin, that was on, uh, his his was the winner, and it was, and I quote, "Dat Muppet Bussy," um, and that was that was the winner of uh, the best the best eighth name out there, the one that made me laugh the hardest. Um, and the condition was you had to be able to say it out loud, so you could have written down something truly terrible and tried to get me to read it. But in order, like, you know, if someone was able to yeah. say that out loud, you know, that straight name could exist, you know, out there. Law yeah. large numbers. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That That's a funny, hilarious comment on so many levels. And that's what you need for a good straight name. Multiple levels of just humor. Yeah, you could just, you could call it DMB. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, an and people in the know would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like AJJ, one of my favorite bands from arizona formerly andrew jackson jihad um, oh, nice. or uh, benjamin franklin benjamin franklin fatwa if you will oh i love it all right okay all right so one thing i'm very curious about is the high wire logo in the name um you said you were the fourth person hired you ever you ever hear about where that name came from well they wanted like um like a circus theme um, so if you look at the logo, it's very much like a, a, a you know, the, ring, the, the ringleaders in the front, he's kind of like the skunk. And then you kind of got the elephants on the side that are more of like the show. But yeah, that, that's kind of like where it started. Everything's kind of like circus themed around here. Um, so that's where the high wire name started. Um, and the skunk has just taken on a life of its own, really. Like we're really trying to like push a mascot because it's so fun to do that. And um, Michael, our marketing um, guru has really done a good job of like putting him in different positions and kind of, you know, again, <laughs> taking that image and running with it really. So high wire hydroponics is just all about having fun, just like a circus, I guess. Just bring everybody in and we'll take care of you. I know that sounds, someone <laughs> just popped a doob tube. <laughs> yeah, it's almost time it's almost time you want to share what that that uh, noisemaker was oh yeah it was a dupe tube it was max dipped pre-roll wow yeah 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 no again people take care of us at high wire are, are the care grow growers around us the max the sticky buds i haven't mentioned them yet this is a great time to drop their names like everyone in this community has been so like and giving and just open and happy to be a part of this community Speaking of, I noticed your your skunk mascot, and I would like to know more about how that came into creation. And I, you know, at first I'm like, oh, is that a cat? Um, and then I noticed the skunk stripe, of which I, I had one at one point. I did have a reverse skunk stripe that was purple and cool, smelled like grapes. Unrelated. Um, so I noticed he's whistling. Is there a reason for that? Uh, no, like I said, I think he changes forms a lot. You know, the first one he was whistling um the one i see over here he's kind of got the pot in his hand with some scissors so again he's uh the skunk is a he's a man about town he's all over the place but i think uh mike just likes to have some fun with it like i think um one image we had painted at our last hoot nanny party was him with a guitar and i think that's the one you're looking at with like kind of strumming away yep. um so it's it's more of just like wherever the skunk is going that week he kind of like you know changes for the occasion 
<laughs> oh man, that's so cool. Um, yeah. I don't know if Michael would enjoy doing this, um, but uh, if you guys want to collaborate on something, I think it'd be really fun. Um, a mascot for the show. Um, I, I haven't been like pressing him recently. I'll have to make a note to put uh, him in the Instagram. Uh, yeah. But he's a he's a seagull with sunglasses and like a beanie on. Um, and his name is Jethro Gull. Um, and that's, I, I was very proud of that when I came up with him. Like, yes, he'll be yes. Jethro. Jethro Gull. Yes. That is a great one. That one was, that one check mark again, stamp of approval from me. Thank you. And I'm like, oh man. What if uh, Je- Jethro Gull and uh, is there a name for your skunk dude? No, no. So that would be a great question for the podcast. Obviously. Please name our skunk. I think yeah. that's a great, I think that's a great one for everyone to come up with a good name for him. But no, he does not have a name. All right. I think I know what I'm doing on the Instagram post. We got to name the skunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a stab. I'm going to give it a stab right now, but I'm going to have to, to find a picture of your skunk friend. Yeah. Goodness. so while while i look up a picture and think of a name there i noticed on the instagram and on the website there is a, a hooligan on a four-wheeler doing donuts in a parking lot would you care to elaborate oh, on that jeff yeah I, we definitely arrested him right after that was done uh he was he was inebriated way too many caramels so he was taken into the right um he was taken home he needed to calm down <laughs> but no Is that, that what was, ended we, up happening he kind of a little bit of made i fabricated that story a little bit um no here at high wire we got plenty of room and the, the atv we got plenty of toys around here um it's one of those things like um you know honestly that atv helps us out with our inventory a lot so you know i was working while i was making that instagram video so i'm kind of in the right here that you know we're doing wheelies and working creating marketing material for our instagram account like it's hard work at high wire sometimes it really is yeah you know it's hard work finding things that <laughs> look like they're fun and engaging and making sure people can engage and like Oh man, how much effort I put into something versus how many likes it gets sometimes is quite oh, disappointing. God. But um, yeah, the internet is a very big, vast, just mess of things. Because again, like you're saying, you put time and effort into this podcast, um, and you know, then somebody just, I don't know, farks into a microphone and they get a thousand views, and it's like the most amazing thing. So it's just, it's a weird place we're at right now in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, that's a, that's a, I've, I've heard ways of people getting pink eye. Um, <laughs> and that's, that certainly sounds like another one. Yeah, put that in the books. Things not to do. Fart into a microphone. <laughs> you know, now that I have a platform, you can call people out. Redacted. Farted on my pillow in high school. No, this was middle school. You farted on my pillow in eighth grade and you were the reason I couldn't go to the poetry reading um oh. at the at the winter thing in the library and you know what yeah. my mom blamed it on sharing makeup with someone else and i know it was Ugh. because you farted on my pillow i know it was you what do you know where she lives now i think it's time for us to get some repercussions that's oh geez no my goodness i don't even know if she's still going by that name but um <laughs> that's yep. all right hey yeah. whatever but again you, know, you, ca- you called her out the last time I called someone out was my friend Josh for spitting on the floor. There's 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 a whole episode about that. Check yeah, out I saw, episode I saw 13. You on Instagram go after him. I don't want to be on your bad side. Oh, my stink <laughs> list. No. <laughs> uh, no, the only people on my list are the people for independent diamond brokers that haven't gotten back to me yet about my email. Um, I'm oh. not going to read those names out. Maybe I'll make a that makes some enemies. Never mind. Yeah, you don't want to do that, but I'll I'll reach it. We'll, we'll, we'll high wire will help you out here. We'll we'll take care of some we'll take care of some business on this end. An approach from above. Yeah, exactly. We'll see if we can ruffle some feathers. Mm, I'm I've been looking at this dude, and I'm just Richard Stank is already a name that's taken. Oh, um, that's a good one though. That's why it's taken. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Again, naming something. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to sit and ponder on this. But a very, very cool skunk. We're going to have to get a picture of him for the Instagram also. Yeah, I'll send you all that fun stuff. I'll send you multiple sketches of that skunk because he's been many, many places. Oh, uh, how many careers would you say he's had? Um, I want to say like at least five. Ooh. Yeah, because you got, you got the rock star one. You got the gardening one. You got the, you know, ringmaster one. 
there's a basketball one and I feel like I'm missing one, but again, I, I can have Michael help me out with that tomorrow. Yeah. You know, this doesn't air until, you know, probably a week after you record this. So you have plenty okay. of time, theoretically right. speaking. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. No, I'll get you that. That'd be easy. Yep. Also who, I know your Instagram is particularly playful and that's something I enjoy and appreciate. Uh, who was the genius behind <clears throat> Give me your high wire gloves. That was a Michael Cross and original. That was just, that was so catchy. I mm -hmm. found myself singing that the entire night after he made that video. <laughs> and if you have any other songs we can just try to start challenges with and dance to, that's the, kind of our favorite thing to do. You know, oh. we like to just we like to just dance and just call people out for not dancing at work interesting i'll i'll keep yeah. that in mind that's yeah, a, ooh, that's, that's another an, another key on my key ring for my yeah. my power <laughs> yeah, another exactly. jewel in my scepter <laughs> yeah yeah you're you're collecting all those rings like a thanos or like sonic yeah right that's a lot of ring collectors like um man we can even go to the lord of the rings right frodo was looking for a ring yeah. I mean, I think he had it. I think he had it the whole time. I think he was looking for what to do with the ring. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. He was very confused. I would be too. I mean, that's a, that's a journey. And back again. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's The Hobbit. Never mind. All right. That's all right. We're mixing pop culture references. That's okay. Still there. At least it's in the same genre. Um, exactly. Speaking of having a good time, there was a word that starts with H that you seem to celebrate, and this was the seventh year celebrating it. Would you care to elaborate on that? Uh, the Hootenanny? Yes. Yep. Oh, man, our Hootenanny party is the best. Um, it just happened June 25th, um, but it's just more of like, more or less our customer appreciation party. Um, we gather up all our vendors. Um, we call in some favors from some friends from Portland of Black Cow and Salvage Barbecue. And we pretty much just have a beautiful barbecue for our, you know, friends, customers, and our vendors who have helped us out all year. Um, but it's always the second Saturday or third Saturday of June. So again, it's going to be next year. And again, we have just a fun time. It's, there's no sales. There's mostly just raffles, free gifts, and just free food and, you know, hugs waiting for everybody. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Was this the event I was invited to, but sadly could not attend? It was. It was the event you were invited to and sadly couldn't attend. But the good thing is that it's next year. So we'll invite you again. And next year, you'll have to come. Well, yep. I, you know, it's probably not going to be on. Oh, you know what? I was going to say, it's probably not going to be on a Saturday again. Right. And I'm like, you know what? It is going to be on a Saturday. Yeah, yep. I'll, I'll try to go. I'll do my best. <laughs> again, it's just stopping by saying hello. That's what we, you know, again, it's, it's a good group of people that we bring together. So it'd be great for you to be there as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for inviting me. It oh, seems like you guys have a decent amount of community outreach um, and community involvement. Yeah. And that's something that Adam uh, Nappy, the owner, has kind of been doing since day one. Like he's really reached out to the local community, made sure that everyone around us knows what Highwire is about and that we want to be, you know, helping Raymond, helping Wyndham, helping the rest of the state of Maine out as much as possible being a small business. I mean, we can't do much, but is the little things really matter. Like we sponsor the Brewfest. Um, every single year, um, just being a part of any little thing um, is something that Adam really does uh, do behind the scenes a lot. And that's something that you see your owner putting his, you know, his hard earned money on the line for small ventures and small fundraisers. Like it just means a lot. It means that you as an employee, you know, it's just something to strive for and work harder for. Interesting. So perusing your Instagram once again, I noticed that you <laughs> there was a post of vegetables out front of your of yeah. your store. Can oh, you elaborate yeah. once again? Oh man, our veggie garden's going great this year. Um, our the store manager Ian Brody and his uh, wonderful wife Kate have been taking care of the veggie garden all year. But I mean, we we have everything that you kind of need: tomatoes. We got some just uh, peppers all over the place. But they did a lot of flowers this year, which is different. So it'll be nice when those start to blossom in, um, you know, the late summer. Mm, wonderful. What flowers? 
oh man, I'm, I'm right in the, I'm right in it. You know, I'm the last person to take care of the garden. So you asked the wrong person about the flower garden, but I have sunflowers. The only one I can name because I'm the worst with flowers, but you know, that's something I'm going to work on. Something that I've never really gone into is the whole act gardening. I've just been only in weed stores and in weed gardens. Um, I could not think of a better place to learn about plants than a gardening store, Jeff. Well, you know what? It's you're 100% right. And Highwire's next move is going to be more of a garden store than just a hydroponics indoor store. You know, we've, we've kind of like put ourselves in a corner with hydroponics. And obviously, by my ramblings, I really don't know much about the gardening world. But that's something that I'm excited to learn about and kind of start opening those doors so I can be um, more, more helpful and more informal about flowers. <laughs> You know, uh, I went to a place earlier in Wells and I was like, okay, what are the ingredients for this? And they, I asked two or three people and they couldn't tell me, like they were employees. And I'm like, why don't you hey, know what's I'll, in this? So, That's just a beef of mine. Yeah. It's hard. Again, there's a lot of, there's a lot to go in gardening. I know again, like I could take any, you know, sunflower, marigold and take it from start to finish, but being able to be like, all right, this marigold is going to be um, helped by, you know, x ingredient like maybe it likes a little bit more nitrogen so it wants a you know a little bit heavier nitrogen seed and like uh um maybe again there's so many things that go into these plants actual like chemistry down below like that's the stuff like even myself who's been in this industry a long time still needs and me wants to learn about because flowers themselves are still something that are just fun to grow and they're just again going to help that mental health as much a lot Purely for my delight, could you say that flower name again? Marigolds? Yeah. So um, I, I grew up in Maryville, Tennessee. However, if you live there and you're from there, I, I'm from New Hampshire, but um, if you if you live there, you you call it Maryville. Um, and oh, so okay. so like Marigolds and so Maryville and, and you know, Marigolds and Maryville. And I was like, ah, a kindred spirit. You feel at home. You're like, ah, good flashbacks and memories. Exactly. And marigolds are one of my favorite flowers. I love them. Oh man, probably they, they fight for the top with um what is that flower that people do on flowers day? Uh carnations. Or, oh uh, yeah, there day. you go. Yeah, oh, carnations man, I also our, enjoy. I'll send you a picture of our nice marigolds. Maybe that again, that'll give you down uh memory lane. I, we got some beautiful marigolds blooming here at Highwire. Incredible, thank you. Yeah. Um of course. You know, when I was younger and thought I was going to have a billion children, I thought a really good name for a child would be Nemesine um, or Nemazini, because <laughs> it means memory and memory lane uh, would be, you know, a, a funny thing. I lived in yeah. the South for 15 years. You could call me a country lane. <laughs> country lane. I bet there's a lot of those down there. I feel like that's a almost every gas station down the South is country lane. They're certainly on one or next one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seems like a right recurring theme, but no, that's nice. I, and, um, I've been, um, I raised in Maine my whole whole life. I grew up in Auburn, so I am Mainer, pure and pure. Maple syrup. Yeah, exactly. That's like maple syrup, pure. <laughs> All right. I have a few more questions before we have to sign off. Um, okay. So I'd like to know a little more about the tabloid magazine. <laughs> The tabloid magazine covers. I could not have uh, chewed on that word more had I tried. Yeah, right. I know how that game is. I do it all mm -hmm. the time. But our Instagram, again, is just trying to be fun. And I think the tabloid's an easy way to kind of, you know, work, uh, you know, mix work and play, play together nicely. Because you see in those tabloids, like, yeah, Michael does a great job of putting jokes in there and making things silly. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're putting in, you know, marketing information in there, too. There's product information. So, again, it's just a, another way Highwire likes to blend fun and work together. And obviously, Instagram is an easy place to do it. Um, but, yeah, the, the tabloids have slowed down much. But uh, per your request, again, you, you've made me change a lot and work on a lot of things. I'll get you more tabloids up on the Instagram account for sure. Oh, goodness, the sway, the sway I have with this <laughs> the show. Power. Incredible. The power. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, if I could, you know, one, I've said this on the show before, if I could have one wish, 
um, for like this podcast to impact the world positively, it would be that, you know, somehow I could convince like out of state companies like CuraWeave to do something with all the dude tubes because I have yeah. I have a whole bag in my closet. We have to oh. recycle them or uh, mulch them or do do something. We can't yeah. keep producing something. all this plastic and not doing anything with it. Well, the same thing with all my dab containers. Like I've been thinking that for some, like forever. Like you get those little gram dab containers, and it's like I, I, I just can't save them. I, I buy too many grams. So it's like maybe like we gotta have like a, a reuse or recycling program with all the caregivers and clean them out and reuse. I don't know, but you're onto something there. I agree with that. We need to save the dube tubes. Yeah, or um stop the dube tubes they're, 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 surely <laughs> yeah. there must be a better way i know cardboard isn't you know the most or like a return system or like yeah a, there's there's there must be a better way there's gotta be a hundred percent gotta be a better way yeah um i peeped the phrase the warehouse sesh on the website oh, nice. would you care to elaborate more uh, i need oh. to find it tell me more about that please the warehouse sesh was great. It happened during like the COVID time, like right after, I want to say like late summer, early fall of 2020. And again, it was just more of a way to kind of like, you know, jump out of that COVID slumber and really just have Highwire help, you know, a couple, you know, just the community have something to kind of entertain itself with. And so, um, Michael, again, I've mentioned him a bunch, and then Adam, the owner, put on pretty much a concert in our warehouse, you know, it was just a slow time, and so it was an amazing time, but, um, oh my gosh, um, I just can't think of the name, Rustic Overtones, gosh, I'm a Mainer, and I can't remember that name, that's blasphemy, but the Rustic Overtones played in our warehouse, and it was, again, that's one of those bands that every Mainer should know and have an experience seeing live, but we got to see it live and in person and really close in an intimate setting. So it was really a good time. I'll have to look into them. I've only lived in Maine for, I want to say going on two or three years. So. Okay. Yeah, no, it. Rustic Overtime is like an old ska band from back in like the 90s, <laughs> late 90s. They, they had like a couple, they had a couple good hits that made it, you know, in the radio, which for a Mainer, that's huge. You know, we don't have much success like that. We have like Rainbow Montaigne Spose. and Rustic Overtime and Spose. Yep. Those are the, those are our three claim to fame in the music world. And if I'm missing one, I apologize. We have Stephen King, but that's that's different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mr. Stephen King, he's on the, he's on the top, you know, he's he's special. Yeah, it's like um how this one state has a uh, Bruce Springsteen, and they're they're very proud of. That. I can't remember what it's New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, right. Where is he from again? Oh, right. He talks about it in every song. Yep, Jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, it wasn't Atlantic City. That was a different brand. That was Bruce Springsteen. It was <sighs> maybe it was. All right, that's off topic. Yeah, me and you have gone that way, though. I'm sorry for pulling you, but that's it happens. What I, I love to do that. It does. It definitely does. My brain is one to wander. Is there anything <laughs> else you'd like to talk about before we sign off? Uh, no, I want to thank you. This was really fun. I had a great time uh, being on the podcast. Um, but no, I just want to say thank you to all the growers out there, all the cannabis users. Um, this industry is pretty much built for you, uh, built by you. So it's just really fun to be a part of it and growing into it um, has been a blast. And again, I will continue to learn about flowers because I need to, because High Wire will become a garden center here pretty soon. So I definitely need to brush up on that. But again, I just want to thank you. So it was really fun today. That was a, a fun time to be on the podcast. Yeah, tell your friends. Thank goodness. You know, if someone if someone got to the end of the show and like fucking puffed on a joint and said, you know what, this was shit. This was <laughs> bullshit. This was a waste of my time. I would be very surprised and heartbroken. But you know what? 90% of the people I would say yeah. have, have enjoyed it. And thank you for being among their numbers. Yeah, no, thank you again. I think if they puff on a joint after this, we're successful. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah. Um, where would you like people to find you? Um, come to Highwire Hydroponics, One Murray Drive up in Raymond. Um, if not, obviously on the Instagram at high underscore wire underscore hydro. 
Um, and then I have a Twitch page that I love to play video games on. So I'm Patty Caddy on Twitch. So if you ever want to just play video games with me, come hang out and we'll smoke and play some video games. Excellent. That is all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Our theme music is The Irish Washerwoman as arranged by Maylee Charles. You can find Hot Lucky on Apple Music, Google Music, and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page. Feel free to post pictures of your smoking materials and tag me in them at Hot Lucky Podcast. Like what we do and want to see us grow? Consider supporting us on Anchor.fm. You'll hear from me next week. Jeff, unfortunately, will be elsewhere, so together we will say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye.